0: It was, it was a lot of hard work And like when I first moved to LA I slept in my car You know, like a lot of people have that story But I slept, you know, kind of like did the couch Hang surfing
1: on, I didn't know that Yeah So here we are We're at the Everlast headquarters And I've got my beautiful friend uh, M. Boxer Miss Ashley Grassi, welcome. Thank you. How excited to be here? Are you very happy to be here? I am. Are I you even more happy to see me though? That's the I, thing. I am more happy to see you,
0: and I'm yeah. more happy that it's warm in New York right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I it's know. It's like summer. I know. You actually have this thing with the with the weather. I do. Like, You're like if always, thinking about the weather. Do fitness?
0: I would yeah. want to be a weather. Go back to school.
1: Yeah. Well, you pretty much are my Broadcast. weather girl. I don't need to look at the weather. I'm like, what does Ash say? What does she predict? Um, No, I love that. But. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you here because let's uh, let's give everyone a, a bit of a breakdown of how we actually met. We met, I think, last year, yes. uh, around June, July. I was giving a workshop, mental performance workshop, with you at. Rumble. At Rumble, yeah. Rumble.
0: Yeah, where I used to teach and and work for about a year. Oh, that was a year. Were you one of the founding trainers? I was. I was one of the founding trainers. I moved to New York for Rumble Mm. from LA, obviously. Um, So picked up in like a couple weeks and moved and started working for them and um, training and teaching classes and doing clients and um, just being a part of the whole... Rumble family and movement and um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. I was there for a year and then left and moved back to LA. Is that because of the weather? So, what
1: <laughs> is that because of the weather?
0: <laughs> you know, that's what I. That's what people think. Yeah, um, you know, part of it. I, I don't. I'm not a fan of winter, but mm. I just. Um, I kind of wanted to go back and do some kind of different things, get into some, pursue the stunt world a little bit more. Um, And then I wanted to travel and do retreats and whatnot, fitness retreats. So it just wasn't with my scheduling, I feel like it wouldn't have been conducive, you know, to teaching mm. and being committed to my clients and, um, the time commitment. Was there. it but It was, it was amazing experience, honestly.
1: But was it hard going from New York, having your setup, having your life, having your clients and then rebuilding in LA or did you already have a foundation? It was very hard. Yeah. I thought it would be easier. Um, but when
0: I left LA, I left all my clients. I gave them, you know, they trained with other people. They don't wait around for you for a year. Even if I came back to LA, often to get a little bit of sunshine for a few days but people um it was really hard really hard rebuilding I'm still rebuilding actually it's Mm. been I think it's it's been a year since I've been back ish maybe like six eight months full-time I would say because I was in the beginning I was going back and forth so I would I moved back but then I would come back to New York about every week and Mm. train my people and then go so I was kind of doing this crazy bi-coastal traveling thing Mm. um so, yeah, but it's just, it's hard to rebuild. Like, I didn't, you know, people um, kind of forget about you. <laughs> yeah. Right? right so it. they just, they have a new trainer and um, just trying to, you know, rebuild my network and everything out there because I would build, you know, such a strong network just with the, the Rumble team and teaching out here and kind of doing events. And, you know, a year is, people don't think it's that long, you know, everyone, people think you should, you know, maybe give New York, like, I don't know, two or three or five years, but... Um, it felt like a long time to me, you know, and if you have a good network and good people around you I feel like you can build, you know, fast so, mm. Yeah, British just such an amazing
1: place So that's what I'm finding, uh, you know, moved here, been here now um, On and off for a year yeah. and moved here and it's like starting a whole new life I'm like still working out how to get on and off the train How to, you know, where to get my groceries from I'm still not understanding the language here I'm like, what? what? I, know. I know we speak English, but we're completely different People really don't
0: realize how different, how crazy, you know, New York is until you actually, people who visit mm-hmm. and then people who actually live here and move here. I had such a different perspective from visiting. I have family who lives in Brooklyn, like my whole mm. Italian family lives here. Um, and my dad grew up here, but I only visited, you know, I would visit for a couple of days. And actually living here is very, the day-to-day is really hard. Mm. It's such a cool city and it's so amazing. And the hustle and the grind is really, there's, it's unlike any city in the world I feel and I've you know traveled in Europe and stuff too but I just feel like it's it, but it's, it's a beast I mean the subway alone oh. when I first got here I, I was like do I have to I have to ride on this yeah this is how you have to get around like I was trying to yeah I was trying to Uber and walk you know sometimes I'd walk because I was so yeah. it was just so different and new I grew up in Southern California okay. I was very you know it's just different even if you travel it's not the same as living here, trying to carry five bags every day, getting groceries and just day-to-day things, mm. I feel, are harder. So you just feel like a very tough person after. Oh. Nothing in LA feels, seems hard. You know, like when you go visit, right? When you go to LA, it's... Mm.
1: I get a car. I just feel like it's People easy. are like, so like pretty. I'm Sunshine. like, why are you guys in heels? I'm like, but it's, this Models. is a beast. It's a this city is a beast. I literally wake up and it's like the Hunger Games. I put my backpack on and I'm ready to go. I'm like, I'm going to eat the day like a lion. Because if I don't and I wake up and I'm like, ooh, it's like, you, nah, that's it. You're dead. Yeah. So I, I completely, completely understand guard up. that. I would
0: think of it like that. Like just because sometimes, you know, I apply a lot of boxing stuff to life. Like guard up all the time. Like you just have to always be kind of on, on. your toes, on your feet, running everywhere, literally sometimes, you know, kind of just like trying to maneuver through the city and get about your day.
1: You know, that's actually interesting because how do you, you know, how does a fitness person keep fit, keep, you know, I'm finding it, me even, you know, and I get up at 5.15, very precise. I want those extra 15 minutes, 5.15 every morning. And if I am not out of the house to get to the gym, then to get back, to get to work, I'm um, I'm on struggle street. So how does a fitness professional, when you guys have to you know have to look good yeah. i'm putting it out there yeah. you guys ha- you know you guys have to you know live you the brand it. and i live my brand and you know, i still get up and i do my meditation i do my visualization so i do my thing but how hard is it to keep in shape because you need like meal prep like you can't just rely on you know chance or i'll just go to sweet Green, which i was doing but the, the meals there are like ginormous they so, are. Yeah. and then you can't I mean, spend who, who can you know in New York with rent who can afford to be spending 20 30 40 50 a day on food so it got me thinking like how does like a busy person in New York stay fit it's very hard healthy yeah to be honest I um
0: when I first moved here I was kind of moving around a lot and you know getting everything situated with teaching and classes and getting um But I feel like I stayed in shape just from running around the city all day and teaching Mm. and not really. I mean, sometimes I wouldn't even really have time to eat all day. I feel like it's, you know, some people, a lot of fitness people will actually say that, you know, they do the meal prep and they're all organized and cooking, but really no one has, you don't really have time for that. Mm. Like, I just, I get home at night, I would get home at night and I would be so exhausted Mm. just from the day because I would be going from. You know, I'd teach sometimes six a.m., seven a.m. classes. I would go from four thirty in the morning till like nine, ten o'clock at night. The last thing I want to do is cook, and I would, you know, have a bagel maybe like in between the classes and the clients at like seven, eight a.m. A ba- throw a bagel in my face, you know, it yeah. throw eat a bagel Anything. and a cup of coffee, and yeah. then I would go the whole day. And I might just have some snacks or like a protein, you know. So I'm just because I'm being straight up, like I'm one of those people that don't have now. I'm, you know, kind of getting a schedule where I get on the meal prep and everything, but I feel like I stayed. Um, in shape I was still doing workouts and whatnot but I wasn't I wasn't eating mm. healthy I would go to sweet green and go to lunch or go to Chloe once you know and try to because yeah, as healthy as I could yeah. eat as healthy as I could <laughs> but you're just running around all the time so nonstop. I had meal prep for a little bit but mm. um I don't know, sometimes I'd be traveling and running and, you know, would never fridge always next to me. So it's just, yeah, it's tough.
1: What fascinated me when we first met was you told me you're Italian and I said, yeah, I'm Greek. And, you know, it's that culture aspect of it, which I think is, plays a major role in my identity. You know, when it comes to culture, the way I live, the way, you know, my spirituality, my religion, you know, I I differentiate between spirituality and religion. And I think it really, you know, as I'm getting older as well it really takes its toll on you because you know the way I was brought up with my values with what I eat and you really have to stay true to that and you know I was always interested to know does that do you are you very are you very Italian like have you got that culture or are you just like we do you know yeah. my we
0: I wouldn't would say I'm very you know like I don't um my grandparents were from there. And they were mm. born there, but my mom my mom and dad were my dad is Italian. He was born in the US and he lived actually in Brooklyn, but um we I would say Italian that fact that we cook, we cook all mm. the time. My dad when I'm home, my dad cooks all the time and he makes all this amazing Italian food and I love eating. You know, I'm not one of those people. I really firmly believe in moderation, mm. you know, and you also have to live your life and enjoy. I just I don't like the whole, you know, I've never liked the word diet and all that stuff. So, and especially being in that, you know, Italian household and then my mom's um, Indian and uh a little bit um, European and Swedish. No, we, she makes a lot of food too. So we were always just kind of, you know, eating and, you know, enjoying all that growing up. So, um, but I don't speak Italian, you know, I'm not super, you know. Cultured with that, but um, just being around—you know—I have a lot of cousins, and I've been yeah. to Italy and stuff.
1: So, so how does a young Italian girl? you know become one of the uh you know the biggest fitness influences right now in you know across new york and la oh my gosh. talk to Thank me you. about this journey because Please you know feel. what i love the most <laughs> when i you know for everyone listening when we were um sharing you know when ash you know shared a bit about herself to me she said my mission is to um empower people if i remember correctly empower yes. people through my love of health and fitness yeah um so talk to me about that because did you just wake up one day when you were younger did you love that like how did you get into it you know
0: i um, i was an athlete kind of growing up i did i ran cross country and track and played soccer i kind of was good at any sport that i tried kind of you know you're young and you're athletic you can do a lot of things i was a little bit of a daredevil i have two younger brothers so they always you know i was always kind of chasing them around and we were doing you know whatever snowboarding and soccer, softball, all that. But um, I studied, I was always really interested in the human body and um, just kind of how everything works, like anatomy and and all that just really interested me. So originally in school, um, I started studying kinesiology, sports medicine, and then I wanted a minor in marketing, mm. communications, just to have that. Um, my dad wanted me to go to, you know, would have liked me to go to gone to law school. My father's an attorney. Oh, really? Yeah, of so, um, you know, I used to work for as a legal assistant and assistants in law firms and all that, but um, I just couldn't see myself really loving it. Mm. You know, you have to feel like you just really have to have passion about mm. what you do, whatever it is. Mm. You know, even if you, like, all these people who are, um, I talked to someone the other day doing, you know, all these career changes, like, they'll go from being, like, you know, that, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, like be yeah. Her being a teacher. teacher yeah. So, fitness instructor, yeah. like, I just, I love that. But um, I was working, I went to school for um, kinesiology and marketing, went, um, got a full time job. Actually, I'm going to backtrack. So, yeah, studied kinesiology and marketing, thought I wanted to do physical therapy and athletic training, work with football players, basketball players, you know, af- mm. pro athletes, and do the rehab, athletic training world decided after doing internships that maybe wasn't for me, I got hired in full-time sales job in down back in Orange County where I grew up. Mm. took that on. it was at a sports club, like a nice elite sports clubs kind of along the lines of an equinox. There was um, you know 30 trainers there and I got to train with all of them and kind of sell their sell the training and kind of be like a wellness concierge, I guess. and I just mm. kind of loved it. I loved the sales aspect and working with people. Anyways, there was a boxing trainer. And I was like, let me just, you know, I was a little kind of scared to try it at first because he was like this old school Mexican, you know, old school Latin um, boxing trainer. And he was just kind of scary. And, you know, I trained old Olympic fighters. And um, so I just, you know, was a little intimidated at first. But anyways, I did a session and just loved it. Yeah, Loved it. And I had already, you know, I tried to, in college, it kind of fell off the fitness thing. Like I was... Doing a little bit of parting and not, you know, things mm. that just being that proud of, year. just being in my twenties and <laughs> living my living my best yeah. life in Santa Barbara. Um, and yeah, so I got off the whole like mm. not at all. Mm. I was just you know trying to do school and have fun, but. Um, with the boxing I just because I started getting back into the fitness and I just immediately loved it mm. and I kind of picked it up quick just the choreography and the move and I was never a dancer like I find dancers are very good boxers right? because right? they can just like this choreography it's like you're dancing and if you're kind of loose with it and but um, i have never been a dancer so I didn't think I would be good you know immediately like went in with I'm just going to try it and I'm open minded but we'll see but um, ended up loving it and mm. then Within a year of um, training, I thought I wanted to compete and maybe do amateur boxing, and started sparring and um, training with a couple of different trainers, and then decided to move to LA pursue all the LA things and um, wanted to do acting and commercial.
1: You know, that's d- right. Yeah. Hang on, yeah. Talk to me, Creed. What? What's going on I'm, with that? I'm not in I, Creed. I can- <laughs> But if there's a Creed three, I'd like to okay. be in
0: that. I'd like we're but, pointing it out there. But I know um, uh, what's Michael B. Jordan's trainer, Corey? Mm-hmm. That big, yes, um, that big actually, guy yeah, would be talking. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Like I've known him for a few years, but he, um, yeah, great guy. But mm-hmm. how he looked amazing in that movie, uh, yes. Michael B. Jordan.
1: So yes, I he I, I did I about, look amazing. I'd even love to be a
0: little assistant <laughs> to him. You know, wiping <laughs> a towel or something. I could oh, I get like a little that. production.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I definitely would. Or you know, that job. Yeah. Just wiping his Something. forehead, the sweat off his forehead. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Or we could take the, you know, main girls' yeah. role, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or I could be like a girlfriend and get some. Oh, that would be fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, it, it always fascinates so, yeah. me people's journeys because, especially getting into fitness, because, you know, for me, my my journey started off with being a triathlete. And um, and I wouldn't say I'm in the, the fitness industry because it's more the, the neuro part of yeah. um, that. But, I didn't, it wasn't a thing of, you know, I love fitness, I'm going to get into it, it was, you know you I was a, a fantastic um Australian swimmer and just as a as a challenge so cool. I was you know I got challenged do a triathlon and this is back when nobody knew what triathlons were this was back when uh 13 years ago now, now people were like what's a triathlon I did it for fun and I won and that's like a full triathlon I did a full triathlon for fun and with a marathon no no that's okay. an iron man okay, okay okay so I did okay. big, yeah, <laughs> yeah Olympic distance Still. um you know it, it was pretty it was pretty big and then yeah. I won and just by chance. And this is why I always think that um, as I'm getting older, I'm following fate in the universe, um, which is not very scientific of me. But at the time there was an Australian uh, triathlon coach and he picked me up and he said to me, I want to train you for the next triathlon. I was like, come on now, let's not do this. Um, But you know what? I became utterly obsessed. Everything I did, I lived and breathed. And he, he said to me, I'm going to, you know, take you to the Olympics, and that's how, you know, I got into it. And I was like, no way, and I, I became obsessed. I became obsessed with sports science, with neurology, with finding out how to hack my own body to become the best triathlete in in the world. And yeah. I think from that, that rigor, it's like you get a PhD in fitness or a PhD in, you know, in exercise. And, and from that, what you learn, you know, you probably went through this. What you learn from being at that. You know, an Australian travel or a, a a competitive athlete. It, it's just it teaches you about life. I'm now able mm-hmm. to. Oh, uh, nothing really affects me. Nothing can make me upset or mad or you know you know everyday yeah. things. You know, like you, you can get frustrated, but nothing can really break me. I, I believe that because I I feel like I've been I've been broken. In that, You know, I remember going out for a 200-kilometer ride one day and I didn't have proper nutrition. And my coach punished me so much on that. He was hitting me in the head, punching me in the head while we were riding. I cried for about 100 so kilometers. Crazy. Yeah. And, but you learn resilience and you, do. you don't do that again. And I honestly, I, I think that when people say to me, you know, how do you get this mindset? How do you not care so much about what people do? How do you just, you know, act this rigorous it's like that's all i know that's all yeah i know and because i back. attack i just i i think that if you don't attack then mm. what are you doing yeah. if i don't give you everything of me then what am i doing and i i apply this very funny you know i'm gonna bring this up because i this is my podcast i, I want everyone to know who i am i i attack this in my romantic life yeah. you know i don't care if i like somebody. I'm going to tell you I like you. If I don't like you, I'm also going to tell you. Yeah. And you know, you go on a date and it's like, I'll tell, hey, I don't see this going anywhere, but best of luck. Um, But if I do like them and they don't like me back, I'm like, listen, I just want you to know I like you. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to keep liking you until you tell me otherwise. And that's very intimidating. And I'm like, I, I don't know any other way. So, have you ever felt that so in, cool. have you ever felt that with boxing? Because I've had, you know, I've got a great relationship with a lot of the, um, you know, boxers here in New York. And what I find is that it brings out from sport, from fitness, from training, it brings out this resilience in you where you can attack life. Do you it feel I do. I
0: really believe that, um, you know, it just makes you, I feel like life is a fight. You know, so you're kind of like fighting just, you know, a lot of people say that's kind of cliche, like you just, you know, I feel like you're fighting every day just for Mm -hmm. whatever you fight for, whatever you want to do and and pursue. And I feel like life is really hard sometimes, you Mm -hmm. know, and people, what we have on the internet is very, you know, great and good and everything. A lot of people don't, you know, aren't put their, you know what's it called? Like Maybe on Instagram, like on Instagram. Like a, a
1: show reel like your, 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 yeah, yeah, the reel
0: of like what you're actually going through like yeah. and then actually, you know, what you're putting out there, you know. But um I feel like with boxing it just I feel like nothing seems that big of a deal, you know? Like I can really I can overcome a lot, you know? And I feel just so strong. Sometimes I, you know, I don't always feel strong, right? We all have moments and um I've kind of been going through, you know, stuff the last few months, like trying to figure out what do I really want to, you know, my body's not, I'm not in my 20s anymore, you know, I'm I'm kind of like, I'm feeling everything now, so I can't work out for four hours a day. I don't, I'm not going to go to the Olympics, that's not in my cards, but Mm -hmm. how can I use, you know, what I've learned and how, um, and what boxing has taught me and kind of share that and empower, you know, people and specifically females, because it's just, it's hard just doing day to day it's hard mm. going out in New York and trying to pursue whatever you want to pursue because you're constantly going to be brought down so it's how you can find that inner strength and feel strong and you know rise above kind mm. of, and come back bounce back you know like you get knocked down you get back up every day though you get
1: knocked I get knocked down I think like yeah. I get punched in the face in York, at least get, three you times a day get knocked down like... a lot more than LA oh yeah you get yeah, I, I don't know it's just like yeah. a th- maybe
0: you know That's just what I I think you just, you become so tough after living in, like real New Yorkers, I really have so much respect for them Mm because I just, you guys, people grow, you know, coming like all walks of life on the the subways and people are from the Bronx and people are from, I don't know, you know, I don't know, the (laughs) place upstate, you know, the Brooklyn, (laughs) like all over, you know, people are just from all walks of life and they're just doing it and they're Mm -hmm. hustling and, you know, subway, people have all different Mm. jobs and you know careers it's just crazy it's just such a it's like a fight to survive here feeling you know and
1: what about um you know i always say that nothing comes easy it's competitive yes but nothing comes easy and we get into and and you know believe me I I go through this often too you you get into the mindset of you think that somebody else or you think you're the only person going through this whatever it is uh, whether it's a relationship drama whether it's a you're scared of your boss whether you're you feel fat, or you feel ugly, and then you look at somebody on Instagram, and you think, "Well, they're not fat or ugly, or then they've got a lot of money, and they don't, you know, yeah. have trouble paying rent, right. um, whatever, like, <laughs> whatever yeah. it is." And you get into this fixed mindset of, "I'm the only one going through this. How am I going to get out of it?" Um, and then you create all these false stories about yourself. Yeah. Um, I think as a boxing trainer, wouldn't you hear all of this? Like, don't you listen to people? Do you have to become a, a psychologist? A, a, a nutritionist, everything, when you're a trainer? You do, yeah. Not even just, you know,
0: regular trainers. Yeah, not even just, you know, boxing, people who like, you know, who teach boxing or not, just any kind of a trainer or a, you know, I even feel like the freaking hair ladies are, you know, and facial <laughs> yes! estheticians are therapists too, right? We're all kind of therapist. Yeah. You know, you're definitely therapist, you know, with working just with yeah, the minds yeah. and, and how everything works mentally, but I definitely feel like I am. You know, a lot of my sessions when I first I I first started off at Equinox in LA when I started training I in West Hollywood yeah oh really on sunset yeah 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 the cool one where all the cool all the cool cool people and the cool people go and the girls look perfect and I was like wow I really not doing well this is not
1: I'm not doing well well. I did not
0: look like that I look like you know I'm in sweats and I just slept two hours you know and 5 a.m. trying to get clients. And um, so, yeah, starting there. You you, you are a therapist. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like both. Some people just, you know, can want to go in and do really tough workout and be out, in and out. But some, you know, people, I feel like we crave human connection, right? And, and now with, like, social media and everything, it's just so crazy because I sometimes get so consumed with it and, what do you and like, mean you get not, so consumed with it? You're just consumed. It's like a, you know, I scroll, always feel scroll, like I have scroll, to be scroll. on it. I yeah. always have to be like, oh my gosh, and this isn't good enough, and I'm not, you know, you just you feel pressure. Mm. I feel maybe I'm alone in that, but I just feel like it's um, it's a lot. It's just you have constantly, you know, mm. people are, you know, you're like it's like a comparing, you know. I'm like, mm. oh, I should be doing that. I'm not cool enough. You know, I need to be. You know, winning a world title or something, you know, to be like good enough, right? To be good. It's just, it's crazy how um, the social media gets a little bit out of it. Hand. Can, it can, yeah. Can, it, it can fuck you. With you. And it can, it can really with make your mind. Make, yeah. And then when, you know, like the other day, this girl came up to me and she's like, I just want you to know, like, you really inspire me. And I just almost started crying. I was like, what? Like, you, you know, I'm having the worst day. Like, you know, it was just, stuff like Mm. life stuff was happening you know like people don't think that you know someone on the internet who looks like they're doing you know great all the time goes through stuff but we all do you know and then I just like felt so you know it was just really nice to hear that you know she's like you inspired me to just take a boxing class and I feel stronger and I just got out of relationship or whatever you know just something like like real Mm. life stuff
1: right it's interesting you've got such a great following and you know you you're touched by one person's positive comment but you've probably created all these stories in your head about all these things that might be happening and you know that's exactly what i talk about you know we all do it but i i guarantee you and this is a big thing with social media i guarantee that there are uh, you know you're inspiring people who act like or pretend that they don't even look at your things yeah
0: Oh, thank you. See, I don't feel. You know, I have to be reminded of of things sometimes. Because when I when I actually sit back, like mm-hmm. I don't know if this happens with you ever, but you know, sometimes I just get get down. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm exhausted. Oh, yeah. It's it's just mentally draining sometimes. But then I sit back and I'm like, some people would, a lot of people would dream to like do to even like go train at really cool gyms and like mm. meet amazing people and meet fighters and be around like amazing events mm. and, you know, cool. Like most people would dream to work with Nike, yeah you know? And yeah. that's that was like one of my dreams growing, you know? And I didn't, you know, when I started getting into the fitness industry, like that yeah. was like the thing that I wanted to, you know? And then, so you have to sit back. And when I sit back and really think about it, I'm like, you know what? I'm so thankful and I'm so blessed. So yeah. I need to snap out of it, like, I life really is agree. good, and yeah. life and everything. You know, things could be always be so much worse too, right? The perspective, like it's just.
1: I did a big. Um, I did a, a, a an event, and I said because somebody said, you know, how do you manage stress? And I said, if it doesn't kill you, if you honestly, you know, if it, if you're not. You know, act every day as if you're going to die and you'll be full of gratitude. And yeah. I guarantee if somebody said to so you, tonight true. you're going to die, well, you just got to put up a, a bunch of uh, Instagram yeah. videos. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they'd be the most viewed because you'd be so happy and in your element. Yeah. I wish you know, it's easy to say that, but um, let's backtrack. Nike. Nike. Yeah. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Do you Nike. say Nike? Nike. Nike. But everyone, people from the UK pronounce it Nike.
0: Well, or in Australia, you're at right, Nike, Yeah, you're up in Australia. But
1: what about Adidas? Like, what do you Adidas? Say? I, did, I, say, I say we say Adidas okay, in Australia, yeah. and it's like I feel like every it's
0: more professional. I need to go to Australia. Yeah, come to Australia. <laughs>
1: we have this thing called um, the ocean there, Yeah, and it's in Bondi. Is it Bondi That's or what, Bondi? Yeah, it's, it's Bondi. So I live right by Bondi, and I'm missing it. You know, every morning I got up and went for a a surf or a run. I'm missing the ocean and this thing that we have there called trees. Right uh, which produce oxygen, yeah, yeah we, Actual we trees yeah, yeah that's we do one have. thing <laughs> we've got green trees and we've got grass, yeah, so I'm missing that um, that's what I missed really, yeah, when I was
0: in the dead of winter, I just wanted some yeah, I'm scared about that normalcy um Nike. what, how, when, why, yeah so i I had worked with a you know a few other fitness companies kind of when I started doing this whole social media and the influencer stuff and then the training, um, full time and the boxing, all that. Um, but actually when I was, um, I, don't, I had just kind of been putting it out in the the universe slash just in my mind, like kind of, you know, visualizing slash, um, just telling myself that, you know, it's going to happen one day, mm-hmm. like just to kind of keep pushing. And, you know, when I would get down or whatever, like it's going to happen, you know, you just cause it's always that, It was such a... And my my father went to um, U of O, which is where Nike... in Eugene, Oregon, which is where Nike started. And um, so, and my whole family, like my other side of the family lives there where Nike is. And it just kind of had this whole family, like, I don't know, thing too, you know. And um, when I was working for Rumble, um, some of the Nike... People came to some classes, I think, you know, and and just kind of um, I got offered the contract to work with them um, on the New York team. So just for, you know, tra- like a, as a trainer, um, events.
1: So when you say like work on the New York team, they've got so you just go and you do some have, event training. Because you know, it's
0: such a big um, company. Okay. They have the New York, L.A. Teams and yeah. different. They have different trainers. So Rock, I'm not like running, a Nike. Nike, Nike I wouldn't call myself a Nike athlete, right? Because I'm not competing in a sport, right? You know. I, I can. mean, I call myself an athlete mm. day to day because I'm doing a lot, mm. you know. Um, but I. It's a Nike trainer. Yeah. So mm. Nike training, and I, we'll get to do cool activations like the Creed movie when oh I got God. to go. And I can't work be trusted on that. Yeah, no, Is I wouldn't there. be trusted.
1: I'd get fired straight away. I'm getting really hot. <laughs> Sit down, Louisa. I'm getting really do hot. Do not lick his um, arm. Yeah. You should call Corey and tell him <laughs> FaceTime.
0: No, and yeah, he's no, very, it. his arms are big too. Corey, yeah. the, the, his trainer. You know, yeah. So it just runs in the whole. <sighs> be. But um, just doing those kind of cool activations, like we had a boxing, so we brought all these um, kids from um, inner city slash just you know high school um, kids who want to be boxers mm. growing up, and they brought them in, and we got to teach, train them, and do a little act workout activation. And Michael came, and he was you know saying some, just kind of talking to them and hanging out, and. Being a part of the workout, it was just amazing. So those kind of activations, and um, that was in LA actually. But in New York, it was just cool. You know, we got to go teach and mm. just kind of be affiliated with the brand, and yeah. you know, a lot of cool, amazing, different opportunities that I just it is when so I actually cool. think about it, I really would have, you know, I dreamed about doing these kind of like going to, yeah. I don't know, you know, out of the country and doing a photo shoot and mm. doing, you know, and seeing the something, you know, on some kind of not billboard yet mm. but you know just so, having that yeah it's just amazing like I you I don't remember it. that yeah I yeah. don't I have to kind of constantly remind myself like you're doing it now just you know keep if I ever get you know get down just keep keep at it you know I'm sure you get like that sometimes you know just yeah. with your kind of what, like what what you do, do with everything yeah. and I mean is you it know. hard with with, with the mental performance aspect and working with people, like, do you get
1: a lot of negativity? Yes. Like people and comments. No. So, you know, I just wanted to touch on that, you know, with a dream, you know, um, it's, I started off that way with everything I've achieved. I dreamt it. Okay. Okay. I, (laughs) your hair's in, I I literally saw it and when i say drunk i use the word visualization okay obviously we know visualization in sports psychology and now in what i do neurofitness it's a um it's a thing i, I visualized at the age of 13 um that i'd be one day in jennifer lopez's book and yeah long behold i remember you right? said that <laughs> <Yeah>. you <laughs> in did, her book i'm um, in her book oh yeah. my gosh because I, at 13 yeah, come on now Ash, come on! I'm in her book. She did a um, she did an autobiography three years ago now. Okay. And when she did a world tour, and just by okay chance and pure luck, she put me in there. And she also put me in her documentary. I never spoke that into um, existence, okay. but she just put me in there because she was asked, "Who has you know, out of all the fans in the world, you've got you know, eighty million, a hundred million yeah. fans. Everyone knows you. You've been in showbiz for thirty yeah. years now. Has any one fan stood out to you?" And, and she said, "Yeah, no, this is." crazy girl in Australia. And then they put a photo of me. I was like, yes. This is amazing. Yeah. So well, now i remember you talking about this. yeah, remember
0: when we met. And yeah.
1: After. Yeah. And then, you know, I've achieved Working that. I'm her. like, okay, yeah. so the next goal is I've got to Working be a personal her. brain yeah. coach. Right. Um, but no, look, everything. And I dreamed one day when I first landed in New York, which was last year when I met you, um, I felt something and I went with that. I just felt it. I It wasn't a good move moving my family, uh, moving my, moving away from my family, moving away from everything I know and coming to a, a country where I know nothing about, it. I know absolutely no, it wasn't a smart move, but I felt something. And, I, and then I, I had it in my head and that's it. When I've got something in my head, then nothing stops me. I'll just, I'll break walls to get it. Um, and so that's what I did. And yeah. you know, then I envisioned having, an, I thought I did one podcast episode um, last year. I thought, imagine though like imagine like just imagine and that's that's the thing that i think we're missing we get older we you know turn 30 and then it becomes about you know, house kids like, and we we forget to imagine and we get scared because throughout our 20s we've got people you know putting us putting negative things in our, he- in our heads about you can't do this you can't do that this person's doing this or you know and you start to believe it. And that's what I teach my athletes. And every every athlete that comes on board does a mental performance program. And mm-hmm. every part of it, you know, what exists within that is visualization, um, negative thought stopping. And because what we want to do, we want to rewire your brain. We want to literally rewire. we had a boxer come in and he's fighting on Friday night with a pro fight. Mm-hmm. He came in on the weekend. And out of everything that he's probably got to deal with, his number one thing is Louisa, I've got confidence issues. Why? I don't know. It's like, okay, we're going to start rewiring your brain. How do you do that? We're just going to... Repetition. Your brain loves... We're just going to keep repeating um, something. You know, if -hmm. you tell your brain something long enough, it's going to believe it because your brain is not smart. It's like plastic. That's why we have this thing called neuroplasticity. If you keep telling your brain that you are that your hand is purple you keep telling it every day you visualize your hand you will i'm telling you, in three months time you will just think i've got a purple hand i don't know yeah. why i'm looking at i don't know why i said that but what i'm trying to say is um your visualization is powerful so if anybody looks at ash and you know what she's achieved and says things i don't know if you get this people hmm. oh she's just lucky yeah, or she's just you know, I can't be like she's just she got it like like it's not that. You've worked fucking hard to do. I do get that, yeah. yeah. Like you
0: know, someone had told me um when I was leaving New York, you know, you're you know you're not gonna, you know, do anything great with your life after leaving, you know, New York or something. Or you that? know you're you know you're not going to um like you didn't get all you know, this stuff on your whatever you yeah. were doing on your, you know, on your own, you just were kind of lucky, and mm. it just kind of fell into you. you like, lucky no, that Nike came and saw you. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, no, it was it was a lot of hard work. Mm. And like when I first moved to LA, I slept in my car. You know, like a lot of people have that story, but I slept. You know, kind of like did the couch surfing. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, You literally I mean, I, I did, I did. When I was wow. working at Equinox, I mean, for a little bit, you know. Yeah. I just sometimes I would I would have friends. I, would, I could stay on friends' couches and was doing the whole. Mm thing that you know i guess a lot of people do when they first kind of i don't know go move to la or new york or move wherever right mm-hmm. and you're just kind of trying to get established but i mean that was so so exhausting and draining you know getting up at 5am and having to like you know smile and try and get clients and be happy and like put on this show and I'm like I'm just exhausted like I want to just you know I had no money I was making like you know $8 an hour at Mm. the beginning like it's just crazy how you know and people just see you and think that
1: you just just got lucky
0: or you have you know like Mm. I don't know you have a family who helped you know like my family supports me but not financially Like, Mm. they haven't supported me since I was you know 18 so it's just like it's perception you know people think that but it's a lot of freaking hard work and just grind and not giving up mm. on yourself even if you you know want to and have those moments of doubt and just like I like, don't want to do this and you know or take a break for a little bit like but then you have to you know look back and remember where you you know started like look how much you've even accomplished and like just being here in a couple months mm. you know I don't sleep do you? Feel- <laughs> no, <laughs> I do sleep you don't yeah I know it's, no um- one sleeps in New York though mm. but
1: I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's is, not easy. It's, no. you know what? And it's scary. Yeah. Not, you know, it, it's scary. You know, when you go to a nine to five, you've got your paycheck there at the end of the week. You just go there. Right. If you're having a shitty yeah. day, you just, whatever. I'll just go, yeah. I'll just turn up and my boss. But when you're working for yourself and you've got a dream, you've got a vision, it's very hard. But you know, here's an interesting question. Have you ever lost yourself for a moment? I lost your, you know, and seeped into, uh, no, I'm not saying dark places, but ever, Mm. you know, you get mixed up in this whole, you know, it's a big thing, you know, you're on Instagram, you may be doing massive events, you meet so many people, do you ever get lost and, you know, you lose your identity for a week and then you bring yourself back into the present moment or do you ever feel like that's a possibility for a lot of New Yorkers and, and, you know, in LA, in this industry, I would say. Yeah.
0: I do. I feel like in this, you know, industry, you're just constantly there's so many things coming coming at you, and you're, um, you know, having to. You're around so many people, and you have to kind of. You're held to these standards, you know. If you're a fitness person, like you have to be perfect, you know, Mm. have this perfect, you know, body and Mm. be this kind of. You're on stage, you know. Sometimes training and Mm. performing and this whole, um, so yeah, I feel like I've. I feel like it's really tough in New York and LA just kind of with, um, all the pressure and everything and that you could definitely, like, I definitely feel like I've kind of lost, you know, myself momentarily when I'm just like, this isn't me. Like, why am I, you know, or I'll be really rude to someone or I'll Mm. be like kind of bitchy. And I'm like, that's not my genuine, like I genuinely Mm. want to be a good person and be kind to people. But sometimes I just, you know, get so, I don't Attical, know, overwhelmed. Yeah. And then I'm hearing all these things and then people are just, you know, this, and then negativity comes and I'm just like, well, I'm going to be, you know, just how she was to me. Like I can be mm. and of back. And so, nice you know, so cool. that's when I feel like those moments are when I feel like I've, you know, lose myself mm. a little bit because that's not my genuine, you know, I mean, girls are mean to each other. There's, you know, girls oh, can be very yes. mean to each other. Like, the mean, you know, mean girls is actually like, uh, a real you thing. know, that's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how that movie is. Um, cool, but I just think that it's, yeah, it's just tough. It's tough sometimes. I think if you stay, you have a solid ground. Just be grounded. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you have to, it's really, I feel like so, um, it's so important, the people that surround you. Oh. Because when I am around just positive and uplifting and amazing humans female or male like i just feel like i can conquer the world like you know one day the other day like i didn't want to go work out and i had all these things to do and i was trying to meet an agent and i just do all this different stuff and move and my friends like you got this like look how much you've been through look where you've came you know people don't know your whole story but look look what you've done you're okay like get up do it you know you have so much to live for you're young you're 31 like go do it you know Mm. like some people um, I feel like the, it comes back to this that you're saying live every like, the, like live it's, your every last day, day, it's your last day because then you're just going to fully you know instead of thinking like oh I have all this time like we don't yeah. know you right? actually don't. We don't
1: I mean an Australian girl like, was killed on a bicycle in, yeah. um, on Spring Street and I had about a hundred missed calls on my phone because all they said on the news was Australian girl dies on I a mean, bicycle horrific. and everyone's like where's Louisa yeah. I was like holy crap imagine her
0: parents but that's her. yeah it's just fate. It's just horrific. Yeah, and just in the world right now, like all the, just the craziness, and you know, we just we don't know exactly. At all. So I just yeah. when you really think about that, you know, that and the perspective, just I think really living be. it up and and not being scared to sure. pursue your dr- or dream or whatever, You're, even if you don't know, just mm. pursue what uh, makes you feel alive, you know, and kind of what your passion is or what you think your passion is even if you change your you know job or careers or move across the country you know to somewhere you've never lived before but you don't know anyone mm. right
1: you've if got I to know, be like, grounded people,
0: yeah you got to just,
1: be you got to know who you are right. and if you don't and you come into this world it will literally eat you up, and it will change you, and it will make you think you're somebody else. But I think I think I came here. I, I came here very much at the right time. If I came here at 25, I'd be eaten alive because I was a very different person at 25. I was, and you know, I was still yeah. a triathlete, and um, it was a very, you know, I was in a relationship, which is very, very different. And now that I've been through, I think I've just been through so much that yeah. no matter, even if I literally get punched in the face yeah. on the subway or someone takes everything I own, I'll still wake up and be like, okay, cool. What are we doing now? I've got to go to work. Like it will not, you know, get that. And I think that's a great way um, to handle life. Um, You know, not a lot of people agree with it. Actually, you know, a lot of girls are, are, you know, probably wondering what does Ashley do on a daily basis? How does she get this amazing body? How does she just keep, you know, because every time I look at you, always exercising and I'm sitting at a desk and I'm like, damn it. So what... Take me through the life yeah. of Ashley Garasi, from what you eat to how you conduct your workouts yeah. to everything.
0: So I don't work out all day like everyone thinks. You know, sometimes it make it seem it seems like that, but um, I, I'm mainly training clients um, and working out and stuff, but how I start my day in the beginning, mm. um, I'll wake up. You know, I usually set five alarms and I'll wake up in a little bit of a panic. I'm not one of those like wake up and this is the wonderful yeah. <laughs> day. Let me just meditate. We're going you know, to I miss, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm working towards that. But mm-hmm. um, I'm one of those, you know, spastic wake up people. I'll get a little bit of coffee because I definitely need that. Mm. If people follow me, they know that I am a coffee person. I'm trying to scale back because... I was told I had high blood pressure, and it could be related to ca- caffeine, possibly and stress or something. But um, yeah, I'll get up, have coffee, and I'll go train. I'll kind of run from there. I'll have a little um, for breakfast. I'll have yogurt, whatever you know, bagel, whatever I can. I have you know. Wow. I'm, not, I'm not really I organized. You
1: were say you know oats with water uh, and no. some egg whites on no, the side. No, no, no.
0: Wow. I do sometimes, yeah
1: Okay,
0: I have a lot of friends who are cooks, thank, thank goodness mm. um, But I don't usually cook, get up in time to cook breakfast I'm usually going to my first client and then I'll have it after I'll have like a nice little egg sandwich or something after I love those overnight oat things mm. People, I'm really, I love those you know what, those where you make on with the water the night before, yeah. Or something. yeah I do that I and know. I put my
1: protein powder in it yeah. so when I wake up, I can just grab it. So and that's go. yummy, but I'm actually
0: working on just being more um, organized mm. with my health and when it comes to like meals and actually trying to think about it more meal prep and mm. you know, do all that because right now I just kind of I'm on the go a lot because I'm doing you know, trying to do some stunt training stuff and I train clients and then I'll try to get my have to get my workout in. Cause it just gives me that I can once I get some endorphins going, whatever it is, whether it's going on a run or boxing or doing any kind of training, I just I feel like I can focus and mm-hmm. get other things my day is just so much better. Like I'm one of those crazy people that I until I do something, even if it's a yoga class, which is I've been incorporating a few days a week just to kind of have some mental Because everything I do is very, you know, at this high, high intensity level, um, because I feel, you know, like I want to get a really good workout and, you know, get a good sweat and get the workout in and just feel, feel good. But it's also not everything you do can be at this operating this Mm. level because my body just is not after years of doing that and kind of breaking down my body, it's not responding as well to every, you know, I can't do every day Mm. training and doing the. Three hours of a workout. So um Do you
1: sleep eight hours?
0: No. Who actually, does? Does I anyone?
1: Don't I don't know. I, I sleep don't seven sleep. hours and ten If minutes. anyone knows,
0: yeah. Any everyone who actually knows me knows that I don't. Okay. Like I think I've slept five hours in the past two nights mm-hmm. and I didn't sleep when I flew in here, I didn't sleep at all for like forty two hours and then got off Very the plane. Healthy. Really good for you. Got off the plane and went right to this boxing shoot where I had to do like five hours of high intensity training. I actually didn't know how I was <laughs> alive. And then the guy asked if I wanted coffee. I was like, Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, without milk because I or have to have
1: oat milk because I can't do dairy. Um, no, I can. I can. And I what just... do you do before bed? Like, do you have a, a routine? No, obviously because you don't sleep. Okay, I was going. to so, ask you, you about know, your I do. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I do try to. I mean, I shower. Like, no, I try to. Um, I'll actually, every I'll try to make
1: dinner. Okay, so that's you're like coming the one into meal. the lab this yeah. weekend, and we're going to just yeah. do a full uh, yeah. brain um, neuro yeah. test on you. Then we're going to put you on a program, and yeah. we're going to you know reassess you in six weeks and yeah. see how well it went. Um, I, I love mean, that. I would
0: love to say that I'm you know perfect and I get to meal prep no, and I get to no cook all is. day, but like yeah. no, who is you yeah. know I can't. I can barely wake up in the morning sometimes, mm. you know, until I have had my coffee and then I feel better and I can go about the day and So with function. all
1: of this, what keeps you going?
0: But, what pushes you? You know, there's just something, because I'm really physically exhausted like most days. Um, I've been moving around a lot the past, past six months. So I didn't have a place to live for a little bit when I moved back to LA. You know, just that kind of re-figuring it out thing and also, you know, thinking about other, you know, um, career Stuff, like how I'm going to use the the fitness and stuff now, just because the training back to back every day is is tough mm. on my body because I do a lot of the mitt work sometimes with with you know clients and whatnot. So um, with what was the question? <laughs> I forgot. What the were we talking about? Lauren, you, yeah, yeah.
1: No, I'm gonna have to cut this bit because I we asked do. you something. What I fucking forget what I asked you now.
0: I know. Oh, the just the no. no the I was just one. no. I was telling you that okay, because I'm not because I don't have a set really set routine. You know, because yeah. I've just kind of been kind of getting my mm. my life back in LA and figuring it out, and um, I just don't have a beautiful, perfect. You know, like some girls get up and have their matcha and have a very peaceful morning with their animals. And when people ask me go to go on and the balcony get a matcha
1: tea, I'm like, I don't think we can be friends. Because I drink coffee, you drink matcha tea. I know, it's a different thing. Let's just cut it out right now.
0: (laughs) It's a different thing. Um, But no, I just, I'm working towards, I'm working on me right now. I haven't really, um, yeah, I'm trying to kind of be more organized and Mm. like actually have, you know, normal meals and have someone. um, I'm going to probably get on like a meal prep. One of my friends does meal prep in LA. Mm. So just to kind of be, but I've also been traveling. It's just hard when you're traveling a lot. Like mm. I've been traveling every week for the last month, something, you know, mm. even a couple of days to Oregon to see family or something. So the traveling's hard because I want to just eat everything on the plane. You How know, do you stop people yourself? People who say that I don't, sometimes okay. I'll eat it and then I'll just have to get up and do a two hour run when I get to, you know, wherever I was going. Mm. But um, no, I, I do have some self-control, mm-hmm. like I won't. I used to, I really like candy and sugar and all those things, so mm.
1: so as we're um, you know coming towards an end, I ask every single person um, about this mm. on the podcast and it is you know it's entirely based on you, but it is if you had to give one piece of advice, just one to anybody mm-hmm. who could imme- immediately increase and improve their human performance, what's the one piece of advice that you would give? Her eyebrows are raised. Wow, this is so intense. (laughs) It is. How would they increase their... Overall human human performance. performance. What's the number one tip you could give them if they could only do one thing every day that would increase their um, human performance? Consistency. Love it in everything
0: consistency in everything mm-hmm. yeah and taking care of yourself and your health and your mindset your mind mm. believing in yourself I feel like if you believe in yourself and you have just you know this, this confidence while still being humble mm. um, you know you can you can do anything you can really do anything you put your mind to you know, yeah. and, and it's not gonna be easy. I was listening to Denzel Washington, I love him he was talking some YouTube video yeah. and he said success does not come from ease. Yeah. You know, fall down, get back up, whatever. It comes from you suffering. Know? it yeah. comes from from and I find the people with the most character and you know, have been through stuff. And mm-hmm. who are some some people who are the most successful, you know, have been through stuff. Like they've been through real life stuff. It's mm. not always not everything is always going to be handed to you. So I just am so thankful for just life experiences and things that I've been through, you know? Don't you feel like that? Like just these hard, tough things. Like this time in New York for you, I feel like it just, it'll make you so much stronger. You know, you'll just feel even more unbreakable.
1: Oh, right. Like
0: I love that. I love that word because I feel like no matter how many times, you know, specifically with boxers and fighters that I know that are actually, you know, in the, training and, and fighting and that's their world, that's their career and, you know, world, you know, they're unbreak like as many times as they get knocked down, like they mm-hmm. just keep getting up and they're still unbreakable, you mm-hmm. know, like they're just, they are in it. They're mm-hmm. willing to, you know, lay it all on the line and have, you know, even if they have fear, they don't they don't show, you know, it's just keep getting back up I and think- being unbreakable in your mind too, oh, right? And 900%. in your you know cuz physical stuff is physical but if you can overcome mentally mm.
1: your body's your uh, mind is limitless your body yeah. isn't right. but um on that on consistency yeah. i think that um I think it's a really powerful thing. You know, a lot of people that say, that come on the podcast say, oh, sleep better or drink more water. But when you say consistency, I think it's powerful with whatever you choose, whether it's um, you want to be a triathlete or you want to be a marathon runner. It is consistency. It does take so long to do whatever, like even building this podcast, building a business, building a friendship. Mm -hmm. I treat my friendships like relationships. Now, I got asked the other day, do you have a, um, you know, do you have heaps of friends? said No, just a few, because like it's, it's consistency. We're consistently, um, trusting in one another. Everything is consistent. Everything takes so much time. So if you're consistent with it, if you're consistent with your mental performance program, you're consistent with your morning routines, your body will react to it. Your mind will react to it. And therefore it will be speaking out into, um, you know, into reality. And that will be the end product. And that's what I, that's why I have so much respect for um older people who are much older than me and and wiser because you know they've got that been there done that mentality and i it's very hard for me to look at a 19 year old and get you know some type of fitness advice or right. i'm like you know so i think you know yeah. consistency in whatever you do will pay off it is yeah cuz if you do something yeah. repeatedly right yeah.
0: every day you know you're going to becomes a habit but it becomes a habit Yeah. yeah
1: and that habit and creates gonna, your reality yeah and you know that's for negative things as well it is if you're consistently I bad at something this is what I lo- I want to put that out so, there. if you're consistently thinking a negative thought mm-hmm. you're going to believe it
0: you know it's true here, and it can yeah. really that can break you oh my god 100 that can that can bring you down mm-hmm. yeah and need to feel like sky's falling when it's good it's just you know in your mind
1: Ashley yeah. Garassi, it has been a pleasure. Where can we find out more about you? What's your Instagram page? Instagram is my name, Ashley Garassi. I'm going to put it in the, foot, yeah, in the footnotes. G-U-A-R-R-A-S-I. Yeah, G-U-A-R-A-S-I.
0: Uh, where else? I You've got a website. Website, mm-hmm. yeah, same, ashleygarassi.com. I'm
1: in LA. New and York guys, you're hearing it here first. Yes. There will be a special workshop coming up in December. There is, yes. There is. We're going to do it. Uh, it's going in to be LA. a brain fitness and ashley grassy led um uh, boxing fit whatever it is that you're going to do on your end but um we're combining we're joining forces and it's going to we're just going to tear up um, la and compton yes thank you ash yeah thank you so much cheers bye
0: peace